This week's episode of The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Menagerie. Enjoy free shipping on some sexy men's lingerie when you use the promo code MANHORE at buymenagerie.com. That's B-Y-M-E-N-A-G-E-R-I-E dot com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the women marchers and the foot fetishists who want to massage them. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, everyone? Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Welcome to my show. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, this is a show where I usually talk to women I've hooked up with about sex and dating and love. However, this week's guest is not one of my past hookups. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's an old buddy of mine, fellow stand-up comedian Miguel Dalmau. Known him a long, long time, and I can't wait to share him with y'all in a bit. But first, just one show date to share with you right now. Uh, This Sunday, January 29th, I will be competing at Comedy Fight Club, doing a roast battle down on the Lower East Side at Lovecraft Bar. That's at 10 p.m. It's free. Got this email uh, titled New Patron Twitter Slut, (laughs) which is a great title for an email. I'm excited to read that email from kenzie she says hey billy i discovered your podcast via multi-amory and then i got more interested when you mentioned hacienda which is where my east coast partner sublets when he's in brooklyn for work and then i found out he knows your girlfriend and also a significant number of your guests because even from one coast to the other the poly slash open community is the tiniest thing ever and we all have six degrees of sexual separation regardless of where we live Kenzie, you're kind of right on that one. So I guess that makes you like my Eskimo sister twice removed or something, right? So he says, uh, I decided to become a patron uh, because in the episode where you talked about subpar snacks on New Year's Eve, I related to that on such a spiritual level that I felt it was important to express that with my credit card. I look forward to the sexy haikus. Your friend in sluttiness, Kenzie. Oh, that was so sweet of you, Kenzie. Thank you so, uh, so much for pledging your support on Patreon. But now for this week's guest, comedian Miguel Dalmau, old, old friend of mine, started comedy around the same time. So I've known him since I was in college. We're about the same age. His life definitely took a different trajectory, more family-oriented trajectory. You'll hear about that in a bit. We uh, we actually live-streamed this episode. So if you follow me on Periscope at the Billy Presida, or if you like the Man Whore podcast on Facebook, you probably had an opportunity to watch this episode record live or to watch the replay, which I uh, I usually let the replay stay up for about 24 hours and then I take it down. So you were able to watch a video. Isn't that cool? So if you want to watch future live streams, which I'm going to keep doing more of, go like the Man Whore podcast on Facebook. That's going to be the best way to see it. But I had a great time catching up with Miguel. You know, we so he's got an interest. You know, he had a he had a wife that I didn't like. She seemed controlling. She kept telling him to quit doing comedy, even though he was cashing paycheck paychecks from comedy. I thought it was weird. Then he gets divorced. Then he goes to a strip club. Like I just I get like a uh, I forget what I was texting him or something, and he says, "Yo, I met this girl. She's amazing. I love her." And he's like, recently super recently divorced i'm like where'd you meet her well you know she's a stripper 
It's like, okay, Miguel, that's cute. Uh, if that's what you need to get through the divorce, dude, that's fine. But, uh, you know, he's still with that woman. He's got a baby with that woman. And, I, and I've met Amy uh, at this point uh, several times. She's a wonderful woman. But, man, we get into it. You know, we talk about his ups and downs with his, his relationships with these two women, with being a father, going through divorce. We also talk about some kinky stuff. We talk about, you know, rape fantasies cheating some blood play for all you medical folk this is a great episode i had so much fun catching up with him i only regret that we couldn't talk more and make a bonus episode he had a he had a show he had to run out to by the way if you're listening to this podcast on spotify he has a comedy album on spotify it's called thank you that's my time Uh, so definitely check that out but for now let's listen to me with fellow comedian miguel dalmau you know, we've known each other for, I don't know, a lot of years, yeah. and I still always can't seem to figure out, is it Delmau or Dalmau? Dalmau. Dalmau. Yeah, yeah. People, okay. that's, the, that's the one thing. I, you know, I used to go by Miguel Angel. You did? Yeah, yeah, because nobody could say Dalmau. On stage, you On went stage, like that? yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And it's funny, because sometimes like I'll still do like black rooms that I haven't done in a long time, and a host will be like, coming up to the stage, Miguel Angel. I'm like, they haven't been that in like seven years. <laughs> so let's still do that. You're going to have a guy like uh, at your next wedding. Just He's going to be like, and my buddy, uh, Miguel. Hey, man, how do you say it again? <laughs> Delman? I know we've known each other since childhood. Delman? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's six letters, but people can never get it right. So it's, it's all right. Right. It's fine. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, dude. Uh, yeah, for all y'all know, and I'm here with uh, comedian Miguel Dalmau. Hey. Uh, he's a very funny comic. I've known him a long time, and he yeah. has an interesting relationship history. Yeah. For uh, his the three quarters of his twenties, he's uh, lived thus far. Yeah, it's. I went back to back relationships. It's all. It's it's. It you also crazy. went back to back baby mamas. Baby mom. Yes, the last two women I've had a relationship with, they both gotten pregnant. Uh, third. Anybody want to be a third? It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you 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 date me, you get a baby out of it. That that seems to be the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the first one was like planned, kind of. No. Well, the first one was you know I was married. Right. I was married, and you know it was a little bit like on her own accord. She was like, you know what? I'm going to stop taking birth control. And, you know, and then she got pregnant. She's like, I'm pregnant. So I was like, oh, well, we're married. So I guess, you know, it wasn't really as much of a decision as I wanted it to be. But the baby was still, you know, uh, part of our lives. It still is a part of our lives. I don't know. What- yeah, I was about yeah. to say, you did something. <laughs> uh, so, so that was the first one. And then the second one was with Amy, my girlfriend now. And uh, I don't know if, if you know this, but she couldn't have kids. So that's why I was a, pr- a surprise because um, at one point she was married. And she spent something like $90,000 on fertility treatment. 90 grand? Yeah. And on everything, you know, from shots to hormone treatment to everything. And, you know, and her and her husband really tried. And then Dr. Sol, you know, you're never going to have kids. I'm sorry. So she kind of got that out of her mind. You know, and then we met and she was like, look, I want you to know I can never have kids. And I was like, hey, that's fine. You know, I. I you're I, like, perfect. I hate condoms. I hate so. condoms. Yeah. Oh, it was jackpot. It was the <laughs> jackpot of women. A hottie who can't get pregnant. And, you know, I was splooging. And then. And April morning, you know, she's like, uh, I haven't gotten my period. Um, uh, and she took a uh, pregnancy, a 99 cent pregnancy test. Because we didn't want to like go all out just in case it yeah. wasn't real. You know what I mean? So we did a 99 cent pregnancy test and it came out like blue. Like I would never that. trust a 99 cent pregnancy test. I'd be like, do you have a 599 pregnancy test? That one I trust a little more. I know, but it's like, but you know, it was funny <laughs> she's like, I can't be pregnant. So let's just do a joke one. Right. And that joke one was like, oh, and then we went to the to the writing and got yeah. a real legit one that we like, you know, we got a second opinion and it was, it was like, yeah, she's pregnant. And it was like, it, you know, it's funny. 
because uh, I guess we should probably talk about how I met her. We which, can do that. Yeah, I met her at a strip club. Yeah, not yeah. serving, not serving drinks necessarily. No, she was straight up stripper, like like the Akon song. Yeah, she was like, you know what's funny though? Because like, um, I had just gotten divorced, and it was legit a week after. Like, I remember like a week after. It was very quick. It was it was super quick. If I can be real and apologize to your girlfriend, uh, who who I've met and is lovely, but when it initially happened, yeah, I knew that you were out of this marriage that you need to be out of yeah and you went off you ended up in some strip club cool yeah you met this girl like dude i met this stripper yeah and i'm just like oh, that's cute yeah um, that's cute <laughs> if that's what you need uh as your your rebound relationship yeah, 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 that's yeah. fine yeah. i just uh, th- you know years later i'm like it's, it's still going on it's still going on it's, it's still it's, rebounding it seems <laughs> real it seems no. real <laughs> no, no, you want to know something like i even told her the other day like everything that happened to me could have gone completely south. Like, let's be honest. Like, I met a stripper. I got a stripper pregnant. But I got lucky that I met and we wound up having this baby with literally the best person I could have been with. Like The she, best stripper possible. Best stripper possible. I you mean, could have ended girl, up with a different stripper than I think of how bad it would have I know, gone. right? If she hadn't come up to the table and, oh, God, it could have gone south. Um, but you know, she's, she doesn't do that, do that anymore. You know, right. she's a stay at home mom now. Mm-hmm. She's super supportive. She's sweet. She's nice. She's she, honestly, before she was a stripper, she was a chef. So I got my own personal chef at home who cooks like the most amazing meals ever and takes care of me and takes care of the baby. Like Trump's I, America. Trump's uh, America. 20, <laughs> 2017 baby. God. Oh my God. It happened today. Oh God. Oh dear God. Talk yeah. about getting <laughs> fucked. Um, so yeah, so we met, and and honestly, it's it's been it's been great it's over two years now. Yeah. You know, the baby's one, and it's just it's been it's it was a whirlwind. How soon after meeting did did she get pregnant? Let me see. We met in November, and she was pregnant by March, April. So it was like five months. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't even we've had a baby longer than we you know like like we didn't have it, we didn't we didn't know each other very well yet. Five months to be like oh the crap we're having a baby. Right. It's like we hardly know each other. So. What was great was like, you know, there was a moment where it was a little turbulent. Like we didn't know if we were going to be together or not. You know, it's 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 realistic. Like we didn't know if we were going to make it. Yeah. And then when we found out we were pregnant, it became like, okay, well, we have to make this work. And There was no considering not having the kid. No, no, no. Because she no, was no. like, this is a miracle baby. Yes, yes. I mean, and to her credit, she was even like, look, I know you just got out of something. You have a baby. If you want no guilt, I can disappear Raise this baby on my own, and you never have to hear from us again. I promise you, I won't intervene. I won't stop you from following your dreams. And a part of me was like, yo, that's that's pretty cool of her to be like, hey, I want you to know you don't have to. But I was never going to be like, nah, oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks for giving me a cop out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I love her. And, you know, and it only adds to our family. So sorry that we're starting a family a little bit sooner than we thought. But it was, it was honestly, it's been the, a great thing for our relationship. Like, we got closer than I thought we would have been if we had just been partying and drinking and fucking. I right. think, you know, it was a lot better for us to get to know each other on a human level. Right. I know. My my, my girlfriend's got an IUD, and there okay. was a heavy interrogation process when she wanted to go to no condoms. When really? We like had, she's like, hey, how do you feel about, like, maybe switching off condoms? And yeah. It was like a... What are the what are the things? What do you have? What are the chances? What happens if you do? Yeah, uh, because Did, that I, almost bravo to your girlfriend to be like, I'm not gonna let any dude in me. Like, even if I am being safe, I'm gonna be double safe. Well, like, like I mean, we're in this like whole crazy slutty sex world. She has enough partners. I like really couldn't. It's not a good idea, right? To just like raw dog with whomever. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's funny. It was the same thing with her because um because she was like, let's use a condom. Let's use a condom, and then. I was like, can we not use, and, and I, I'm, okay, at first I was like, 
oh, can we not use a condom? And she goes like, no, I don't want to use a condom. Like, I always want to use a condom with you. And I was like, why? Like, shouldn't I be more concerned? You're the stripper. And she goes like, please, you're the dude who's on tour with Carlos Mencia. Like, you're the dirtier of the two. Like, like I know where I've been. I'm like, that's a good fucking point, actually. That's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. Who knows what you even just got from him? Exactly. Um, no. yes. Yeah, that's, oh, you only knew. Like, okay. No, I'm just kidding. But now, do you, now, did you love her at the point that she was pregnant? Or did you fall in love with her after she was pregnant? I was... Truly, not in that moment where you like that puppy dog, you go like, no, I do love her. Let's stay. But like truly and like in your heart. Okay. So when we first met, I was over the moon in lust with her. I mean, look, right. I mean, the first time I met her, like she was naked and sexy and beautiful. By the way, today, tattooed. sexy, beautiful, tattooed all over and everything. And I've never seen a woman that I was just like in awe of. I was like, oh my God, this girl is beautiful. Right. So the five months, you know, was nothing but fucking and, and all that stuff. And it was a lot of lust. Do you know what I mean? And then when she got pregnant, it became like, you know what? I think there's more than just lust here. I think there's enough for us to really build on. And then little by little, the the less honestly the, the less we fuck which by the way we still fucked a lot during the, the the pregnancy but the more we got to know each other i was like yo i got lucky like i wasn't just blinded by the looks i actually saw something in this person and she saw something in me and honestly like it's been it's it was it, it went from lust to love but it could have gone the other way like i said but it was it really was just like the second i found out she was pregnant it was it was really like a light like okay like, do you love this person? And I, you know, did the whole checklist of everything she is. And I was like, yeah, man, this is somebody you can really love and be with. So because you got to know you can't you can't just say I love you. That's the ultimate. You can't say I love you if you don't mean it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I'm be honest with you, before before her love used to be a word that I threw around just to get in bed. Honestly, you were that guy. I am. T- oh, I was totally that dude. Oh, I was a scumbag. I was a scumbag. <laughs> I fit my personality to be what I thought a woman wanted me to be. I mean, uh-huh. I was, I was, uh, uh, when I'm in my dating days, I was a pathological liar and, and just a dude who'd be like, yo, I love you. I just want you to know, like, you're the greatest thing ever. Uh, I feel bad though. You're the TV character we all hate. Yeah, I, I am, but I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the last episode of How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson, where after he has the baby, he's like, I'm going to love you more than I've ever loved any woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, he changed right. it. Then. So I kind of feel like myself, like, I've gone through this. This trans, this metamorphosis where I used to be a scumbag. I used to be a dude who just look at women and be like, I want to fuck her, her, and her. But since meeting Amy, you know, fall in love and also changed my whole mindset on women, on life in general. Like, mm-hmm. I honestly, I'm, I'm thinking I got to go on an apology tour. Yeah. Like, I honestly, maybe, maybe um, instead of doing like guys we fucked, maybe I should do a podcast called Sorry, Sorry I Fucked You. I'm so like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> not like sorry, sorry I fucked you, you, but sorry I tricked you into fucking. Like, you know I mean? I'd listen to that. Just, it'd be like, look, if all those shitty things you wanted to say about yeah. me, here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity. Which I've tried to let this show be that, yeah. but I can't. All the ones who do have bad things to say about yeah. me won't do the show. I'm like, you have an opportunity to insult me yeah. to thousands of people yeah. to say like you're a piece of shit, Billy. Yeah, yeah. This is your this is the opportunity. That'd be the best thing just to have every girl to be like. Honestly, I think I thought more girls would take advantage of that and be I, like, too. I hate you for these reasons. It's only been a couple, but the only, the very few who have had like negative things to say about me. Yeah, they were such unlikable people. <laughs> <laughs> so like the sympathy ended up being on my side. There are like some early episodes in yeah. there with like this like really bratty FIT chick yeah, from yeah. Long Island, yeah. right? There's like a Jersey girl who's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Uh so you go like 
Mm, it sounds like Billy did shitty things, but she sounds like a shitty person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what? You know what's funny because you're talking about how you go to sex parties and stuff like that. It seems like you've grown up to be someone who is you less fuck just to fuck whatever, but you are more, I guess, like aware of what you're doing now. Does that make sense? Because I think when you're younger, you're just like, oh man, like I said, do like I'm not just trying to get it in just to get it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I've I've rarely been. I think uh, towards the end of college and after college, I stopped wanting to fuck just because my dick told me to. Yes, I wanted to fuck because I wanted to fuck that person. Yes, you know, I don't even have to like their personality much, but I gotta want to fuck. I want it to be like a mind decision, not a yeah. dick decision. That is, that is, yeah, that's where I'm at now. Do you know what I mean? Right. Where like, you know, now with my girlfriend, and the funny thing is that she goes. She'll go, you're on the road all the time. I'm sure you're going to want to fuck other women. I'm like, I'll be honest with you. Like, no. And on top of that, my girlfriend is such a freak <laughs> that she makes the things I want to do in bed almost unspeakable to normal women. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because there's no way that a normal woman... Can we talk about anything? You can talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, if she's watching, I'm sorry. There's no way that a normal woman would let <laughs> me do with my girlfriend. Like, I, I, like, I choke hard sure hard to the point where it's almost life-threatening and amy's like a little harder bitch you know what I mean? like, <laughs> like i am just i am into some violent stuff now and it's nice to live that duality where like you know people see me as a presentable dude which i that's great <laughs> but in the bedroom with my girlfriend i like that i can let go of my inhibitions and just be myself like there is nothing better than when he, when you find a woman who's like hey whatever you are when that door closes be it Right. Do you know what I mean? That's why, like, I, I like, I, we, me and her watched like Fifty Shades of Grey to see what the big deal was about. Ugh. And we're like, this is the most tame bullshit I've ever, this is definitely lonely house mom sex. For something that is so rapey, it's so tame. It's so tame. It's the, it's the tamest rape I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 like, it's so, so that's what I like about our relationship. It's, it's, we have this baby and we have everything going on, but we have never let our sex life like drop. Right. Like, I still feel, as excited to have sex with her as like the first time. And by the way, I'm not just saying this to be like, oh, is she watching whatever. It's like, not just, I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, she's probably watching everything because she's fucking like, you know, all obsessed with how handsome I am. But, uh, and she's beautiful. I was saying, yeah, so so that's what I, I the, she there's was, a level of vulnerability yeah. that you can be what you need to be yeah, in there. And and, it's not gonna be judgments. You can't go in, it's hard to go in with a new partner. And, you know, the sex will be good without it, but to really have that dope sex, you need to sometimes say, here are some elements I need. Yes. Like, I need you to put this in there. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you can't bring that on yeah. the first one. Yeah. And, and I don't, I like, I honestly, I've never been with someone this long. Uh, well, I guess sexually, because, I mean, you know, when I was married, um, I, I was married and then she's very religious. So sex became like a, almost a taboo in our own home. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it became like, if we were gonna be intimate, it was the most bland missionary, yada yada yada. And if I if I brought up something like, hey, you know what would be cool? How about if I? She's like, oh my god, is that what you're into? And, and it, honestly, when you tell when you tell your partner, hey, this is what I like, and they go, oh my god, there's nothing worse than that because you're like, yo, I've agreed to open myself to you and this is something that's in my head and you won't even accept me like how do i how can i be with you and you have to wake up next to them for so many mornings yes that's it's one thing when it's like a new sexual partner yeah. a chick on tinder yeah someone you fuck somewhat often yeah. but when it's like the woman you married the mother of your child yeah. and you're like she thinks that's disgusting yeah that's, you know yeah it makes it, you rethink that decision oh absolutely <laughs> because like I, I i hate people who are like you know, oh, well, we're together and we love each other. I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter how much you respect and love each other. If your bedroom life isn't everything you want it to be, you're going to go look for it somewhere else. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about what I'm in because I don't need to search something else because like every every 
gross thing I come through on Facebook. Like, it's funny because, like, she'll, um, not Facebook, like, a point or whatever. It's funny because, like, like, I'll tell her, like, she'll be like, oh, what did you watch this weekend? And I'm like, because I'll be on the road, I'm like, all right, I watched this kind of porn. And then the next weekend I'm on the road, she'll send me, like, four clips of things that she's like, hey, maybe you'll enjoy this. And I'm like, my what? girlfriend does that, too. Like, what a great girlfriend. <laughs> she becomes your own, like, Spotify discovery for porn. <laughs> Discover Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get into the crazy shit in a bit. But first, yeah. so, let, so we've covered the awesome current relationship. Okay. Let's cover the the ex wife who I never liked. Okay. Oh, nobody liked her. Nobody did. Nobody did. We'd be on the stupid Eastville. Yeah. Waiting seventeen hours to sign up for the yeah. open mic, and you tell me about this woman. I'd be like, all right. I remember when you said you guys were engaged. I'd be like, in my head, I'm like, all right, if you want. This, yeah. They didn't sound like a good idea to me from oh, day one. Man, it was it was such a it was um okay. Let's start. Where where'd you meet this woman? I you're met, from here in Queens. Yeah, yeah, from Woodhaven, Queens. And uh, I went to school in Ozone Park, Queens. And I met her in high school. In high school, she was dating a friend of mine. So it wasn't like, you know, I was interested. I was like, oh, there, there she is. I know who she is. Then after high school, uh, I was at a bar randomly. And across the bar, I saw, I was like, oh, shit. Hey, what's up? Uh, I know you. Aren't you, you know, George's ex-girlfriend or whatever? So yeah. And then from then on, we just started talking and chilling. And it became it went it moved really fast because in her she's Muslim, yeah. So she was twenty two, twenty three at the time. So was I. And in her culture, it's like, listen, I don't believe in dating too much. I believe that if I'm going to be with someone, it's going to have to progress to marriage, and then after we can get engaged. I mean, it had to move to engagement after we get engaged, it has to move on to marriage. So it was very quick. So from meeting to you know almost like she kind of was like, so where's this going? And I was like, well, I like you, but I don't think we're like, you know, really doing too well, whatever. And it became a lot of like, well, I just want you to know, like, I'm not going to wait around. I'm 22. I got plans to have a baby by 25, this and that. And, you know, and, you know, as a young person, you kind of like, I don't know, to say I was brainwashed is not the right word. I was just kind of pushed into something that I was like, well, I mean, I mean, if she wants to marry me this bad, maybe it's not a bad idea because maybe, maybe we do need to get married. Maybe we Mm -hmm. should. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 22 and, you know, things I guess do need to progress at a certain pace. I didn't know, you know, what my pace was. So that's why we, we got engaged and we got married. So after a year of meeting each other, we were already married. And then three months after being married, she was pregnant. So it just like moved mm-hmm. before I could actually be like, whoa, time out. Like what just happened? You know, so it all just moved so fast. And yeah, and it just, it became she like. She was always on your case. Always. 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 But like when you were dating, while you were engaged, while you had the kid. Why are you doing comedy? Why are you going out? Why that drove me nuts. Comedy? She kept wanting you to quit comedy. Yes. And like of all the people, like, you know. That's we why still, I spoke to you. We talked about this so many New times. New York Comedy Club. So many times yeah. I bitch about this. It was like, there's so many comics that like we'd be at open mics yeah, with yeah. Or, or whatever with. And most won't make it. Yeah. Me possibly included. Very He's like, doing fine. Who knows? He's doing fine. But it was like, you were already getting stuff. Like, you were against some road work. Yeah. Like, you were... I was getting past at, that clubs. Yeah. yeah. You were getting paid to do comedy. And yeah. she wants you to quit. I'm like, what? He's like on the actual trajectory. This is funny. I remember this is a specific conversation with you. Uh, I came to New York Comic Club. It was an open mic. And I was depressed. And you go... And we had the conversation about my wife. Sure. And then you go... Did she tell you again to quit? And I was like, yeah. And he go, and you go, what's the timeline? I was like, if I don't get something in six months, she wants me to quit. Three and a half, maybe a month later, I got my first ever TV appearance. And then you saw me again. Guess and then who you calls go, it? Yeah, he called it. And then you go, 
Does she still want you to quit? And I go, yeah, even more now. Like, <laughs> it's like, what more do you want? You know what I mean? Like, I, you gave me a timeline to get a TV appearance. I got a TV appearance. And she was still like, well, I mean, I don't want you it's to It's not get, a real TV. It's not a real It's, it's access TV. I'm like, it's, it's a real fucking credit. Like, I got paid for it. Like, yeah. it's a real credit, you know? So that's, yeah. Constantly should take whatever meal out of her mouth. Like, well, you know, that uh, TV appearance paid for that meal. So I mean, Oh, I should have snatched her Louis Vuitton bag, which is what she did with that money that I got oh. for her. Yeah, she went out and bought herself a, a Louis Vuitton bag. That's what she did with all the money that I got. Like, like if I do a college and I get like $1,500 and I'll deposit it in the bank, like she'll get an alert. And then like if I was still on the road the next day, she'd be like, oh, I went to the mall today. And I'm like, no, stop. Are you serious? I was like, I had plans for that money. He's like, well, we're married, so what's mine is yours. And I was like, oh, man, like I didn't even get a chance to enjoy that fucking money. Mm-hmm. You know? And so what, what caused the, uh, the eventual divorce? The eventual divorce came with me legit being fed up. You know what I mean? I um, I was traveling with Carlos Mencia, and every time was like, what are you doing? Where are you at? You know, when are you going to quit? Like, you know, you're never going to be anything. You're a loser. And then I had a weekend where um, I spoke to Carlos on a very real level, and uh, he goes, I'm with a woman, his wife, who loves me. She loves, you know, he talked about it for a while. He had a drug problem. And when, you know, the the stealing joke things happen. And he spoke about how every step of the way, his wife was his rock. She was with him the entire time. And then he goes, is that how you feel about your wife? And I was like, no, not not at all. Is that what a marriage is supposed to be? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, you're lost. And, you know, it was the first, honestly, like, I didn't grow up with a a father figure in my life. Mm -hmm. So it was the first time that a guy actually sat me down and didn't give me, like, the man to leave that bitch advice. He was like, how do you feel about her? And I was like, I'm not happy. Like, she, she makes me feel less than she makes me feel like I'm like I'm nothing. And then he goes, then I think you know what you have to do. And, you know, I came back home after that weekend and I sat her down and she was like, okay, what's wrong with you? Like, you look like, like you're, you got something to say. I was like, um, I want a divorce. And, you know, you know, like the one thing that about divorce that I've always said, couples who aren't happy, divorce isn't a one-time conversation. And then you, you agree on it. Divorce is almost like chicken. It becomes like, like, uh, like car chicken where you go. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. And you kind of come to each other on a conversation. And then after a while, it becomes, well, if you're asking for a divorce, like, well, no, I'm not asking for a divorce. You're asking for a divorce. And it's like, no, I'm not asking for Because nobody wants to be the one. No so one has you, to deliver the papers. Exactly. Yeah. So then you veer off and then you don't collide. So finally, she saw that I wasn't, I wasn't veering. I was, I was going to head on to this divorce. Mm-hmm. And then her tone that day changed. Like she was like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I, I can tell you. I was like, no, I, I want a divorce. I want. And I just, everything she said, I just, I want a divorce. I want divorce. It became like the soundtrack to my house for like eight hours. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. I just kept saying, "What do you want for breakfast?" I want a divorce. divorce. I want a divorce (laughs) with a side of never seeing your ass again. And that Louis Vuitton bag back for lunch. Yes, exactly. So just kept going into that, and then she told me, you know, and it it became so horrible because you know the baby was there, and the baby's like crying. You know, he's only two at the time, so he, I think, he can sense that something's not right. You know, he wasn't really being as chatty as he normally is, or whatever. And then after like a, a long time of discussing this, she goes, you got 30 minutes to get your shit out of here or else I'm calling the cops. And I was like, done. Like, you know what I mean? And I, 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 I grabbed my son and I was like, I love you. I'm not leaving you. I'm coming back. I promise. So most of my time was just me like justifying, like I can't keep, I can't keep being here, which made me feel like such a horrible person. Throwing because, a memory into his ear to just oh, like be there. I'll be there. I'm yeah. going to be here. I promise you. And it, it was so horrible because the misery that I felt 
made me feel guilty. Like, how selfish are you that you're miserable, but you you don't want to stick around for him? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, how, what kind of horrible person does that? You know what I mean? And I just, but I just at the same time, I was like, I know that if I stayed with this woman, I would have killed myself. That's how miserable she made me. That's how little she made me feel every day of my life. Mm. You know, and I called one of my, you know, it's funny, at a time when you're the most desperate, you can tell who your real friends are. I called three comedians and I was like, hey, can I come stay with you? You know, my wife and I are going to, it seems like we're getting divorced. And they were like, damn, dog, you know, uh, tonight isn't good. Can we do it tomorrow? And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it, man. Same thing. Dog, don't worry about it. And then I called my buddy Jose, who's actually the guy I'm staying with this weekend. Okay. And uh, this is how I know that he's the one friend that I can actually like, you can look at and you'd be like, damn, you are a friend. Uh, I called him and I was like, hey, man, I know we haven't spoken in a few months and I'm sorry about that. But me and my wife are getting divorced. Um, I have a couple of luggage. I know you have a car. Is there any chance I can come stay with you for three weeks? And his only thing was, yeah, I'm on my way. And came to pick me up. That's how I know. I was like, oh, God, I got a friend. Thank God. Because, you know, when people keep rejecting you at a moment where you're the most needed, they're like, it makes you feel like, Jesus Christ, like, I need someone. Right? Yeah. That's the thing. That's how you know as a dude we're not treated. Because if a woman had called any of her girlfriends, they would have been like, I am there at any moment. But as a dude, they're like, yeah, hey, we don't give a fuck. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? So he was there and I left that house. And since then, like, I've just been tr- like, you know, I was trying to figure everything out. But that was like that day was so it's so hard to say I want to divorce. You think a breakup is hard to say, yo, I want to leave this family because I am going to kill myself because of you was like un- it was a weight lifter off my soul. And this is at what age? Like 24, right? Uh, 25 going on 26. Yeah. yeah. So at 25, you kind of already crunched in like. A few, what, like four-ish, five years, you had yeah. crunched 10, 15 years of grown man shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I always felt like it makes sense that you're doing well, like that you have like a career yeah. in comedy. It makes sense that like, yeah, you've got kids, but like I don't want to rag on you much for having yeah, two kids. Yeah. Age because I'm like, he's like in a grown, like me, we're the same age. Right? Yeah. I'm not nearly like an adult person like <laughs> you are sometimes, you know? Because yeah, yeah. you've gone through some shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had to grow up. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, you know you're, force you. you're 28. Uh, I'll be 28 in a few months. Yeah, are you going? Are you going through a point right now where you're kind of going through a, like a reflective point in your life where you're like, "Yo, I need to like figure." I just out- quit my day job like two months ago. Are you so serious? like, yeah, to hopefully make all this shit work. Right? Good man. So it's like, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm going through. No the, uh, good. Better fucking work. Yeah, but I'm at that point now <laughs> where I'm like, I'm doing two two weird reflections. I'm going one where the next ten years of my life lead, mm-hmm. and two. What the fuck was the last 28 years that I lived through? Yeah. So it's a weird point in my life where I'm like, okay, I got to think of my future. I got to think of my comic. I got to think of my kids. My first thing is I got to think of them. And the last thing was like, okay, and now also because of them, I need to figure out what the fuck those last 28 years were to make sure that I don't mess them up like that because mm-hmm. I have a lot of fucking baggage. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I've been really reflecting on stuff and I realized like, you know, because I, I always pushed away like my childhood. Like, oh, it just it happens to kids. And then not realizing that I had a, a pretty bad childhood yeah. and I just kept pushing all that down. I need to figure that out before it comes to the point where I have to give my children advice. You know, because right now they're little. Yeah. Right now it's keeping them alive. Right. But there's a point when they're going to come up to me for advice and I got to be like, okay, my advice better be good and not some, uh, you know, hey, pull out. You know what I mean? I mean I feel, yeah. By the time your your oldest kid wants advice, you're yes. going to be what, like 35 ish? 35. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And think about some of the 35 year old comics we know. Yes. Oh, with dear no God. kids, right? It's, like, it's just like <laughs> still getting drunk every night, still doing cocaine. I'm like, dude, you're 35. Clean it up. Yeah. Clean it up. Unless, you know, unless, you know you're still doing um, what you do. 
So doing what you I, do. I do no drugs. Go, uh, really? I've never been a drug guy. You have a very drug face, though. I, <laughs> <laughs> you look like you did coke before this episode. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. Uh, in college, yeah. everyone would ask me for drugs. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, do you know where I can get weed, where I can yeah. get coke? I'd be like, I don't. I don't do drugs. They're like, yeah, but like, I feel like you know where to get them. <laughs> That's, that is exactly what you do. And it came to a hint. And granted, like, I was involved in illegal shit. Like, yeah. I was an underground poker dealer. I, knew that, yeah. I dealt fake IDs all four years That's of awesome. college, which I hope the statute of limitations is now passed on. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And well, hopefully, I don't know anybody out there can tell us. It came to a head when, like, I one dude in like a science class of mine said, like, "Hey, do you know where I can get some H?" And I'm like, "You better fucking mean hoagies." Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, he wanted me to get him heroin. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Uh, here. I mean, here's the number. Good luck, but fucking. But you kind of knew someone then. I mean, yeah, like I do. <laughs> I like I kind of knew someone who maybe could get him. See, uh, so you, you a drug face. Kind of, yeah, no one's ever phrased it like you have a drug face. You have a drug face. Not like you used it. it, but you've definitely been around it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I have like a little thing of weed. The last guest I recorded with, she gave me like a little thing. Uh, sorry, oh god, not we're gonna reach in your no, 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 do it. A little like part. I don't know if you can. There it is. Like there it is. this much weed, and uh, I don't know what that is. Jeez, I, I don't know how much it is. I don't know yeah, how man, much it goes horrible. for. Uh, oh, I don't know what kind it is, <laughs> and I barely know how to smoke it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Damn. You know what's weird? You do have your vices, but at least you don't have all the vices. Yeah, like my vice is gambling, food, and fucking. Like yeah. that's I've gotten rid of a lot of mine though. I really have. I've, what, I've... So what were yours? Oh, drinking. Drinking? Drinking. I had okay. a few, oh my god, like so much drinking. Uh after my divorce, a lot of weed. Uh, like, we... I still smoke. I still smoke sure. now, but you know, definitely um toned back on it. And I honestly the sex was was a lot. Like, you know, it, during my uh teen years and then 20s and you know even i might you know not to say like i'm a good person but even when i was married i was still chasing tail did, did you ever cheat on the ex-wife yeah you did yeah oh okay yeah, i'll be honest yeah um yeah. i cheated I on her and it, it was not a very uh proud moment of mine you know what i mean i uh i cheated uh on her with someone you know i met on the road and uh honestly i i don't, I don't want to make excuses but it was just for once it was just um it was somebody who wasn't bringing me down, who wasn't calling me stupid. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it just, I mostly like was emotional about it. It wasn't like, I'm gonna fuck this girl because she's here. It was like, oh man, you're not, you're not calling me stupid and and you're not calling my dream stupid. Like, uh, you know, and I, you know, I messed up and I cheated, you know what I mean? And, uh, and honestly, and then, but this is the one time, like I've, like I said, I've never been a really good dude in a relationship. So in other relationships, I had cheated. I'm not going to act like I'm a good dude. I'm going to be real with you. But the other time was cheating because it was like, yo, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna meet this girl, I'm gonna get drunk, or well, whatever. Before the ex-wife, all that time, you were like a dumb teenager. Yeah, I was like, a dumb teenager. Per, yeah, just perspective. Yeah, I was just, you know, going around, I meet a girl, whatever, and then, you know, I got, but then, you know, it was just sex. But then, so it was only the one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And but that time, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like I, I cared for this person. It was like, it's like, oh God, you're not being mean to me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's one of the things too that kind of ate away at me. It's like, oh, now I got this secret in my marriage, and this sucks because, like, you know, honestly, I don't even know if she, if she was also miserable. So I don't even know. I'm, I don't want to put on her like maybe she cheated on me, but I'm thinking like she was also miserable. I don't think she was also as upfront about everything yeah. too but you know i don't know and that's why like now that i'm in this relationship now like that whole mentality is completely gone because like i said like now my needs are being fulfilled not just sexually but emotionally you know and everything that it's like yo like when you're with someone that completes the whole thing it's a lot easier to to, to be like yeah we're gonna do this for yeah. a while you know rocking man yeah 
So uh, you you mentioned uh, some crazy shit. Okay. Um, In passing, I, I said something real quick. No, throughout the whole thing, there's uh, there's one thing you didn't say, but I knew about. It. Then you said violent stuff like the choking. There's yeah, yeah. Just gross things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that you're into, and then you also mentioned the road things. Uh, you guys are like a monogamous relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Because I do remember. Uh, do you mind if I mention no. the request you had made a while? Ago? No, no. Years oh, ago? yeah, yeah, about about doing the, the party. Yeah, we okay. want to go to the party. Yeah. So you got and what I also like you said uh, we were at like a comedy festival yeah. in in like Michigan. Yeah. And you were like, hey, you know, um, uh, we Amy, and I want to go to a party. Yeah. Like a, a sex party. Yeah, yeah. You know, can you help us get in? And you yeah. were the you have been the only male comic who's come up to me as because I get asked that. A lot, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, like, no, because yeah. what happens is if I refer at the way my part, the party I go to, works, right, right, right. if I refer someone, yeah, uh, it gets like marked down because they have like a list, right? Yeah, yeah. So it gets marked down who refers them. So yeah. if you do, if you go to a party, that's fuck something up. That's like good. it's on me. Yes. Yeah. That that was actually it was funny because like we were actually gonna go to the very next party. After we found out, like we, right. we, we, so we were like, oh, we're gonna go, to, we're gonna go in the May one because you had sent the invite. We yeah, talked yeah. to them, they got back to us, like, cool. Oh, cool. We were gonna like buy our outfits, we're gonna buy like nice underwear. Uh, we were like going in, right? Like, and like, and we even said, like, you know, maybe like, it, like to her, like, maybe if you want, like, if you find a girl that's cute, like, I would love to watch. She was like, let's do this. And then we found out we were pregnant. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and then two weeks later, she even brought, she was like, you know, I was really looking forward to a sex party. I was like, I know, me too, kind of. She's like, I'm not gonna go as a pregnant, like, woman now. And I'm like, well, you're not even showing, you still look hot as hell. So I was still kind of like, come on, yeah. our last. <laughs> our last ride but uh but no we wound up not going because of it if it, but if she hadn't gotten pregnant would have definitely would have been at the next party <laughs> sure sure yeah. <laughs> um so wait what are this crazy what's this crazy shit that you're into that's so um absurd that you know women would go Ugh. well we haven't done it in a while okay. because you know we've had a baby and you know and <laughs> now we have a roommate oh my god if your roommate if the roommate's watching she better oh, like it's uh amy take it babe lol now i don't know Amy's saying, take it, babe. I don't know what she's I don't referring know what you to. So do you want me to mention the sex thing or like, all right, I'll mention, I'll mention the sex thing. Or is right. she bending you over and I, saying, she, take no, it? No, no, Oh yeah, no, she doesn't give it to me like that. Well, okay, once, but once? like, yeah, once, but it was, it was, it hurts. It fucking hurts. With like a strap on, strap on? No, no, she just got one and just like, like a, like a dildo. She just got like a dildo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she, yes, yeah, she has once and it's just like, maybe it, was, maybe it was too big. Yeah, it was, I think it was, I think it was. Yeah. I think we just need to like downgrade a little bit. Yeah, downgrade. Hold on, You got one? Grab like something. Like, uh, like more manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. You know what I mean? That's that's doable. Yeah, that's that's very mean. doable. Um, but the... <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'll just like grab my sex toys and throw them out. <laughs> the, uh, the one thing, though, that I, that I was fucking a turn on when, when she first brought it up was, uh, was blood play. Right. Blood play. She was like... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> she was like... Oh, you don't like blood at all? There, there was a... I talked about this a few months ago. The, uh, one of the last couple of parties, it was med- the December one. It was medical play themed. Oh, so there was oh, like, oh, that's awesome. Lots of, there's Ooh, see, wait, no, see that many people that 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 that, that grosses me out. Well, like it, it's a party with like it has like three levels, and there was like one room that was dedicated to like Ooh. they had a doctor who like he is a doctor in the scene. Yeah, so like he was a he was like watching over all the blood stuff. So they were doing needles. Uh, one guy had his balls injected with saline so that it would. Get to balloon out to wow. be like I'm not even exaggerating. Ball sack got to be like this big, wow. right? And then he just walked around like his balls weren't ginormous. Yeah. Um, or like one person they did a they, this one irked me out the most. Like, do you boo boo? But there was like a gender confirmation scene. Okay. Like anything with needles, knives, blood, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna be open minded. 
Yeah. I'm going to try to watch this. Yeah. Uh, so there's a trans woman uh, lies down and uh, the doctor and her partner are like, they're going to tuck her testicles up inside her and then like sew up the scrotum to look like labia. Wow. And as soon you as I see a transformation, they oh, weren't like actually cutting anything, right. but they're making like a pier for like temporarily. Oh. And uh, but as soon as I saw the first hint of blood on a ball sack, I was like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't. that it, is, that is a little much. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't be able to go that far. But blood in general just like ekes me out. Yeah, but when she brought it up, at first I was like, you know, uh, you know, you're very advanced in sex, and uh, you know, and all this stuff. And she was like, um, well, how do you want to go about it? And I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't want to cut you. I don't want to do that. I mean, your body's beautiful and you have all these tattoos. So I don't want to like cut you. So I was like, you know, how about if I just get, you know, like a needle and, and a vial and we do this like, you know, a little bit more medical, you know, and I pop the, the lid off the vial like it's a, like a bottle of champagne and we do it this way. And, you know, honestly, it, it, it was hot. Like it was sexy. And I've never been more hard in my life than when her blood is on me and on her. And I know. But by the way, but this is what I say. Never done it before. This and is this is her fetish, right? It, 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 it was, was her, her fetish, but it became like our thing, which okay. is great because she's never done it with anyone. I've never done it with anyone. Oh, so she'd only been fantasizing. Yes. about yeah, she had yeah, never yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, whole, yeah, interesting. Okay, and then I would tell you this right now: I don't think I'll ever do it with somebody after. Uh-huh. But I know with her, I'm like, it is fucking hot. Like I don't know. I think my my thing. What do you is, do I, with the blood? Well, I put on her, or I'll drink a little of it, or you drink we'll, it. Yeah, I drink it. Yeah, like yeah, I know it's crazy. Drink, you animal. I'm an animal. I'm listen, uh. but again. It's everything animalistic that's inside me. That 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 lizard brain can come out when I'm with her, and that's what's great about it. I have a very big, like, you know, like you know, violent sex fantasies, and they're able to come out in her like, like rape fantasies. Yes, absolutely. You know, she's 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 done the thing where she's like, you know, make make pretend you're busting down through that door, and you just and I don't want to know about it, and just take me or whatever. And we've like, it's been, it's honestly, it's it's hot. Now, you know, I feel bad because this whole, you know, like, it only contributes to rape culture. I'm like, listen, I would it, never do that. But yeah. if I have a consenting woman who's like, hey, this is what I want and this is what you want, let's do it all. And it does not contribute to rape I culture. Feel, I feel it's very, not at all. It's not. I feel very uneasy about it, honestly, to, to speak about it, it because, you know, I never want anybody to, to feel that, you know what I mean, and, and to, to have that happen to them. But then at the same time, it's kind of weird to be like, but that's like a, like a fantasy. You know, it's yeah. a very weird place to be right now. Yeah. You know? If you, it would be role playing Donald Trump, like spanking Donald Trump or <laughs> fucking around with Donald Trump. That's not contributing to uh, anything else either. That's uh, just whatever weird thing. Yeah, I wanna want to slap him too, but not even in a kinky way. Just a <laughs> lot of slapping Donald Trump. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I've never thought that rape fancies contribute to that. Y- I think y- that's y- not, you know what contributes to rape culture? Oh. Rape. rape. That's a good point. Rape contributes good to rape. Real rape. You know what? Uh, do, rape, rape jokes contribute to rape culture? No, no. Rape contributes rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to rape culture. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I get what yeah. you're saying. You know, but what, what, what would you? How would you guys like pre-negotiate? Would you like say in the next over the course of the next week, or was it like a blanket? You can do this when uh, any time, or did you, you guys have a safe word for if she no. truly was like this? Really, isn't a good time. No, I mean it. it Kind of just became like you know whenever you feel like it or whenever you do like that's what's what's great about her yeah. her body her body's a little like listen as long as the baby's sleeping you got carte blanche and whatever yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean whatever you want to do so it's cool you know it's like everything from like you know grab a knife and like maybe pretend point through her throat like everything like it's really like when you're able honestly when you're able to to release that stress it was funny because like so, like with her it's the first person like where I've had like this amazing sex and then afterwards I'm like I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go right. Uh, like uh, you know, I'm gonna go write a pilot now because you know, like I've released all this stress and all this evil that now I'm able to just like unwind and then think about other things. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's pretty cool, like in that sense. Yeah. 
That that's wild. Um, I know we've been trying to figure out like a rape fantasy stuff. I've I've talked about it yeah. here and there because like I have a rape fantasy, but it's more of uh, my girlfriend raping me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very feminist. It's yeah, not, yeah. No, it's, you're so progressive. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Ah, oh, hate myself. Yeah. Um, no, it's just the idea was like I because I I <clears throat> lean more subby and oh, do you? I, okay, yeah, I, I I can switch, and that's the thing. It's like when girls when you say like you choke a uh, chick real fucking hard, yeah. I'd be like, I wish I had the ability to do that. Yeah. the entire time I'm like, am I doing that right? Yeah, like, yeah. Ugh, not sexy. Yeah, but. You know, I, I like the idea of getting taken advantage of. And oh. so my girlfriend and I were trying to figure out, like, how do we follow through on that? Because I was like, I want to leave my apartment unlocked mm-hmm. and have you come in maybe with a friend who's going to, like, take pictures and, like, assist you. Yeah. And I just want you to come in while I'm sleeping and, like, do things to me. Maybe I wake up and, like, a butt plug's still in me or, like, there's <sighs> pictures on my phone yeah. for, you know, when I wake up. But I don't want to wake up in the middle because if you wake up in the middle of your rape, it ruins it. Right, I would imagine. of course, of I gotta, course. So I was thinking, like, so we first thought, what if I roofie myself? Okay, text you as like I'm drifting off, so then I'm not gonna wake That's up. That's hilarious. You're gonna put on like candles, like put it in a glass of wine. You're gonna make like your own roofie, like a classy. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, then it led to the discussion of like, but where do you buy roofies? Right. Do you know? I don't know. I just feel like you go up to any dude on Wall Street and he'll just have a bag. Like right. he just always has it a lot. Actually, I did a. I did. They a, have interns just for that. Just for that. I actually did a show last night at a comic club. There was like twenty Wall Street guys, and they were talking to like girls after the show. And one of them guy goes, "Hey, where's the roofie?" And they all were like, "Ah!" Like they all laugh. And I was like, "I think see, they have it. I think they and have that it." Contributes that contributes yes. to rape culture. Yes. When you say, where's the roofie and all high five each yes. other. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody felt awkward about that. They were all like, I was just sitting there like on my phone texting my girl and I was just like, oh dear God, these guys are horrible. Yeah. They're all American psychos. Like that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, and so it was weird because I, I thought like, I don't think you just hit up a drug dealer with, I don't think it's a normal drug dealer yeah. request. I refuse to believe that like your average date rapist is like a, like a recreational chemist in his basement. Right. You know, like doing like a. Breaking Bad spinoff, right, Breaking right. Consent or something. Yeah, Breaking right? Consent. Like, so it's like, where do oh, you? Oh, that's horrible. Where do you find it? So the, and then, uh, listener, thank God. Uh, I don't, I can't say her name or whatever, but you know, thank you for suggesting it. But she said, try um, like a heavy strain of weed, like something that will put like a downer type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find the right one and the right amount, you'll feel like heavy. Yeah. So I may or may not be in and out of sleep, okay. but also like she said, I'll want to. Like, I won't want to move, yeah. and if I have to, I could, but I'll feel so heavy that I'll feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. It's like, ooh, that's even better. Yeah. I want to be conscious and almost helpless. Mm. And so now the goal is, like, when we feel... You might be, like, under anesthesia, but still be aware kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Kind yeah. of, like... Um, and then we were like, well, let's do something, you know, I now we got to shop for weed or something i don't know yeah. uh but that's hilarious yeah that's amazing that's that's cool you're so pro- like you know i like well, that. i don't i don't have that's not my rape fantasy because it's like progress i don't think it's like no, it just no, happens no. to be because i'm a little bitch uh, that's, yeah yeah that's why no, i have I'm, a fantasy th- I, I i've tried to do the like fuck page while she's sleeping in a yeah. rapey way and like i kind of pulled it off like i just like one night we were at we were at our parents house yeah and she was like drunk and she was on the couch and she, we have a carte blanche on if you're yeah. whatever you want, yeah. whenever you want, uh, unless you say something. So, like, I just went and, like, I stuck it in her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, like, I'm doing, I'm, like, okay, I'm fucking a basically passed out woman. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to make, not feel weird about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, have you ever, like, fucked, like, a fleshlight or some sort of, like, inanimate 
object thing? No, no, I've never, I've never, like, you know, never, I've never had like a, like a, like a fake pussy or anything like that, you know. Okay. So I I had a couple sponsors that had things of that nature. So I've had to test them out. Sure, sure. For science. Mm -hmm. And it's always, it's not that it felt bad on the dick. It felt bad. It felt weird in my mind, you know? Your mind dick was like, I don't like this. Yes, my mind dick was like, like, so that motor bunny, they had an attachment called the jiggle butt. I don't want to say the jiggle butt is bad, people. It felt fine. Um, it's it's basically so that normally where it has a dildo on it that you yeah. would ride. It's basically this very large prosthetic fleshlighty thing. It's like yeah. this big, uh-huh. and it's like a like a backside and then an ass, and it yeah. has like a pussy hole and an asshole yeah. hole, and you put it with lube, and it's it felt fine. Like my dick felt great fucking it, yeah, yeah. but the whole time I'm like I'm fucking. You, you remember the Mike Cannon bit he would have? Of, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I'm fucking a thing. What is wrong yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's how I felt fucking my that's girlfriend. That's why you have no mirrors in this room because you don't want to see yourself fucking this thing. Right. So I'm like, I'm fucking my girlfriend's ass just being like, it's fine that she's not responding. Uh, this is okay. And then eventually she made like one noise. I instantly pulled up like, oh my God, did I hurt you? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like being the fake rapist is like not my strong suit. So you, you, you like, you like. Cons- like you like cons- like not saying that I don't like consent. I like consent. Yeah, I, mean, like- I would hope that we. Don't. No, we all like consent, but you like to like make sure like she's with you, she's aware, she's with you, and everything like that. Like you never even question like, oh, I don't even want to like. Well, I never could question whether the sex was consensual. Is a type of thing I knew we had cleared because we both of course, we of both course, kind of, of would like to be taken advantage. Yeah, 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 she yeah, also yeah. leans submit. We both can kind of switch, yeah, right? Yeah. And but I do like in having sex. I like to know that they're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, nope. see, I'm also the same way. Like, I need to make sure you're enjoying. It. As long as like, as much as I want to take like control, I got to make sure that like, you know, hey, are you are you having fun? Because I'm not yeah. gonna like. Well, in that rapey <clears throat> scenario, I, I'm not thinking as much. But like, I would have. It would have been hotter for me if like she's awake and be like, yeah, fuck my ass, yeah. not like half drooling yeah. on her dad's couch. I get you it. Know? I, I see. I, that's the thing. Like, the older you get, the more you realize what you want. Like, I'm. I like to think of myself almost like Tyler Durgan in the bedroom. I wear like a fur coat with sunglasses and be like, I'm the fucking dude right now. Oh man, I'm the man. Like, you know what I mean? But like, that's how I like to be. See, I get that mindset, but like when they're ha- when they're having fun, and I can tell it both from like their body reactions and like the noises they make. Yeah, yeah. That's when I go like, if I'm fucking someone from behind. I don't let people see this. I'm fucking face okay. to face, but right. if their face doesn't look yeah. at me, I make a face of like, I'm pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah, go I'm fuck, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm awesome. That's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself like the whole like chest bump. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm having sex with an insanely hot woman yeah. and no one in high school th- said I ever would. Yeah. Like, you know? Good for you. So that's good that's for you for fucking outside your league. Uh, well, I mean, you, you're also, you, it's also like with comedy comes this confidence a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? You're not, you're like the alpha dog in the room, but you understand like, you know, hey, I got. I got potential. I know what I'm yeah. worth. You it's know what amazing I mean? what how many points humor gets you. Oh, gets it. So many times everywhere. I'm like, are you sure you want to have sex with me? Like, I know you laughed and everything. Yeah, yeah. But that should mean you want to hang out with yeah. me, not that you want to like fuck me. But it's like, all right. That was the weird thing about Amy. Amy might have been the first girl in a very long time who I didn't meet at a comedy club, who didn't see me perform first, and it was like, oh, what's up? Like, it was like, oh man, I gotta be, I gotta be charming right now, like. She she saw me when I had no superpowers. Uh, you know what I mean, that's what it was. She yeah, saw me. You're just another guy. I was just a dude who came in. I was just another dude, and that was what was like even more like, oh, she likes me for me. I don't have to be like on right now, right. which is pretty cool. That's fun. That's great, dude. Yeah. So, uh, rape fantasies. 
blood stuff. Ugh, blood. Um, <laughs> anything else that's pretty wild? You say she like fulfills basically everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we even got like a like a strip pole at home, so she still is like, we'll get on it and do a couple of like songs for me and stuff like that. So if comedy ever just takes a downturn and God forbid, you know, just keeps those stripper skills, hell, I I would. I I got on the pole as well. <laughs> That's how I actually lost so much weight was I learned how to do uh, pole tricks. Really? Yeah, we both get on it and like we we do like we we'll do like thirty minutes where she put a couple songs and just, she'll teach me a couple moves on it. Honestly, if comedy fails, I am totally ready to magic mic this bitch. <laughs> I am so ready for it. The party has a stripper pole in it. Oh, I would crush so, it. Y'all definitely need to come out I to got one. a routine. Just so I can be like, ah, it's so funny. Miguel's on a stripper pole. And then you'll be like, holy fuck, that dude's got He's moves. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even disappoint. It wouldn't be like a like a like a jokey thing. Right. I would get on there like a fucking sure. like a like a stripper. I'd I say, always feel silly. I just like run and I jump on and I swing. No, no, no. I would yeah, I would I have moves. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Yeah. What's the uh relationship with the ex wife? uh right now non-existent but i am trying to uh I- i'm trying to build a a uh relationship with my son through the course like i'm trying to like get visitation do everything because right now do you not have, you have no visitation no 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 it's like um i was very foolish and i signed contracts without reading i was very stupid oh man again going through just this divorce i gotta get out of here and she snuck in some things that really screwed me over however um you know now having you know consistent income a better place job i'm close i'm in philly now mm-hmm. so um i'm actually going to court march 30th to try and get a a regular visitation for my son and get everything in order because um it's been about a year and a half where seeing him has been on her terms and it's been very like, you can see him next week for like an hour. And I'm like, an hour? I haven't seen my son like three, like I've been, you know, so now I want to make sure that it's every month, two weekends, I'll, I'll get off the road and I'll figure it out because seeing my little one grow up, it makes me even sadder that I'm missing this time with my oldest one. So I need to mend that bond, which, which will be some work, but I'm willing to do put in the work because, um, you know, I didn't, my father never fought for me. Yeah. You know, he kind of just threw me off. I was like, whatever. And I'm not going to ha- have him feel that same way. I know what it's like to be abandoned. So I can't do that to him. Not that I can't, I won't. Yeah. You know I mean, I won't. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, man. Thank you, man. Good luck to you in March. Um, thanks for coming on the show, dude. This no, was great. No uh, if people want to see you, uh, unlike myself, you are on the road quite often. Yeah. Uh, so like there, you can actually go see you. Uh, in a lot of places. Uh, where can people find you online to see your show dates? You also have a comedy album. Yeah, my album's called Thank You, That's My Time. It's on iTunes. It's on you know uh, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you want to find it. Uh, you go to my website, miguel.mile.com. There's some dates on there. I'll be in uh, Harrisburg, PA, uh, February 10th and 11th. And then uh, April 6th through 9th, I'll be in uh, the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. Headli- headlining? Uh, featuring and headlining. Headlining in Harrisburg, featuring in... Uh, at the Funny Bone. At the Funny Bone Toledo for Guy Tory. So I'll be around more with uh, the Funny Bone. That's usually where I work with, so... Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And um, anything else? Uh, I think I've covered all the things. Yeah, man. You know? It was a good talk. It's nice catching up like this. I, it, it is always nice. Yeah. Uh, you're one of the few people I feel like I've known the longest who yeah. I like, actually have talked from, to. From the trenches. That's what it is. From the I mean? trenches. Yeah. From that stoop outside of Eastville. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks, man. Uh, Why don't you feel free to say goodbye to the people? Hey, bye, people. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Later. I had so much fun catching up with my good friend Miguel Dalmau. Uh, Always a good time seeing him. Always a fun conversation. Again, check out his comedy album. Uh, You can buy it on iTunes. You can stream it on Spotify. It's called Thank You, That's My Time. I've listened to it myself. It's really good. He's a very funny comedian.
And you know what? Say hello to him. You know, we like hearing from you. We like to know, you know, anytime someone tweets about a particular episode you do, or they send an email about like your appearance on someone's show, you know, it means a lot to us because it goes like, oh, wow, someone's actually listening. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of times us comics, like we'll do podcasts and some, you know, we don't, we don't know how many people listen uh, when you're on someone else's show. So let Miguel know that you heard him. Shoot him a tweet at Miguel Dalmau. That's M-I-G-U-E-L-D-A-L-M-A-U. I spell it for you in the show notes. Shoot him a tweet. Put me in there as well at the Billy Persita. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. And if you want to say something to me privately, maybe a little longer than 140 characters, you can send me an email with your comments, your questions, your booby pictures to ManWhorePod at gmail.com. Join the conversation with your fellow fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads for every episode, uh, and I also like to post pictures and announcements and links to articles that I'm quoted in. You can even start a thread yourself for all you Redditors. That's r slash Podcast. And last but certainly not least, please uh, show your support for me and the work that I'm doing on Patreon. I've quit my day job to commit to you. I hope in turn you will commit to me. Head on over to manwhorepod.com, click the Patreon banner on the side, or download the Patreon app and find me on there. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. For all you marchers, you know, take a couple days off. You've earned it. You deserve it. And then we're going to get right back to it because, hey, there's a lot of shit left to do. So rest up, fight the power, stay slutty. <laughs>